Welcome to the Free Women Podcast with Kim Hansen and Lisa Smiley. So for this episode, I just want to give an update on the election. It's been over a month since November 3rd, election day. We're supposed to have an election day. (laughs) Facebook was warning us, be ready. Everyone was warning us to be ready. We may not know who the winner is yes, on election day. Yes, it may take days, weeks, or even months. That's what they were telling us and, before the election. Mm-hmm, indeed. For once, maybe they were right, Kimmy. <laughs> Seriously. I, I, I agree. It was total accident, but they had to cover their bases. True, true. So I think a few weeks ago, we told you guys that, no, the election is not over, despite how the mainstream media, including Fox News, called the election for Biden Mm -hmm. and that it was all over, guys. And all these conservatives and mega people, they're saying that it's not over and they're just trying to uh, thwart democracy. Steal the election. (laughs) (laughs) But look where we're at now, Kimmy. I mean, it's over a month since election day and... The Trump campaign is getting millions of dollars in donations for their lawsuits and everything that they're trying to do. And Trump just had that rally the other day in yes. Georgia. Man. A rally after the election. Think about that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I feel a little bit vindicated mm-hmm. with when we said... That no, the election is not over. There, there is evidence of fraud. And conservatives even were saying, no, Biden won. Let's just get over it and uh, think about the future. Think about how, you know, we're going to survive during a, Trump, uh, a Biden administration. And basically just throwing in the towel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those conservatives are now coming on board with everything that has been revealed in the last month. Mm-hmm. So let's just do a quick overview of Election Day and what has happened since. Let's do it. So on Election Day, Kimmy, you remember that um, everyone was saying that Trump was going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that were on our side, at least. Republicans, we were very confident going into the election, mm-hmm. and with with the five um, the the five rallies that he was doing every day, <laughs> the the he's a machine. <laughs> the thousands of people that were showing up, and I went in very confident. And with the numbers that were coming um, coming in on election night, I mean, it looked like President Trump was leading in the key battleground states like Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan. And I went to bed shortly after 1 a.m. thinking, oh, Trump's got this. He was leading decisively. Was that your experience? Oh, indeed. Yes, it was until everybody stopped counting at like... Yes, and we all went to bed, right? We all went to bed Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden the counting stopped. In multiple states that were the battleground states. In the cities, yeah. Yes. And this is unprecedented. You don't stop counting 
before the results are in. And in the dead of night, while we were sleeping, they somehow found hundreds of thousands of votes for Biden until Biden took the lead. Mm-hmm. In Pennsylvania, Trump was leading by like 800,000 votes. What? I mean, I, I seriously went to bed thinking, oh, it's done. Trump's won. It's, it's done. And mm-hmm. then we, we woke up in the morning. What? Biden took the lead? And the leads were... I don't think people understand that even now, the, uh, Biden's lead is like half a percentage point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is very narrow, even now. So it's not like Biden is way ahead, even now. That's, people are tired. I think I mentioned that last time. I, they, they have fatigue. They have election fatigue. <laughs> yeah, it was I mean, only it supposed to be a day for many reasons. <laughs> Like 2020 has been a long year, Kimmy. But so much has happened. It's been the longest, most ridiculous year. But also, it's been pretty amazing year because a lot of things have come to light. A lot of things are, a lot of things are being brought to the light that need to be addressed. They do, and I'm thankful for it to be coming out earlier than, than later. I'm having to deal with that fact a little bit, though. Like, I'm having to really mourn. (laughs) It may sound silly, but mourn the life that we had a year ago. Say, all right, that was awesome, but that's we're not going back to that ever. And that's not saying it's going to be worse than that. I I believe it's going to be better than that, but it's going to look different. Normal doesn't mean the same. Normal changes actually. And we just have to uh, come to grips with the fact that it's not going back to that. It's going to something else. And where it's going, we have a a say in. We're not just watching it happen. If you're watching it happen, you're choosing to watch it happen. You don't have to do that. So I, I hope that people are empowered. I hope they see opportunity in this moment, really. I know that's me, the optimistic. I'm, I'm super optimistic, encouraging. Yay, go team. I ultimately believe that in my heart. And I want other people to, to see it for themselves too. You see it in yourself, don't you, Lisa? I do. I I believe that God is involved intimately in the affairs of men. Mm-hmm. We see his hand throughout American history and at decisive points in our history when it looked like all hope was lost, he came through. Mm-hmm. And I believe we are at one of those moments in history where it is up to us, God's people, to be on our knees praying and interceding for justice to be done, for all this voter fraud to be exposed. I mean... The numbers don't add up, Kimmy. What we see with our eyes and what the mainstream media, the fake news, is telling us does, does not match. Reality? Reality. I mean, Donald Trump gained 11 million votes from 2016. 
And with the recent polls that have come out um, through the Barna Group, mm-hmm. evangelicals came and voted for Trump at unprecedented numbers. Mm-hmm. We are one of those people. We did not vote for Trump in 2016, mm-hmm. yet he earned our vote. He sure did. With with his policies, with his appointments, with all the judges that um, were appointed. I mean, there's there's no way as a Christian I could I could look at that and think, oh no, I, I'm not going to vote for him because he says nasty things on Twitter. No, and I think we speak for millions of Americans, not just evangelicals. Um, he won more black votes, Latino votes. He won more women. Mm-hmm. Just all these things that. That we, we see with our own eyes, with our own experience. He got 74 million votes, which is the most for a sitting president. <laughs> and yet Joe Biden, who could hardly draw a crowd, apparently got even more. 80 million, they tell us. Okay. Really? Seriously? He, he's more popular than Obama? In fact, he is the most popular presidential candidate we've ever had in our history. That's what they're trying to tell us. <laughs> they're trying to tell us that they that Trump is hated like 80 million votes worth. <laughs> <laughs> He's hated 80 million votes worth. What? Like this is what postmodernism has done. To our society when there can be no actual objective truth then whatever I say it's my experience I experienced Biden winning the election that night what are you talking about that's my experience no well what's funny is that the arrest Moosin poll came out and they asked, how likely is it that Democrats stole votes or destroyed pro-Trump ballots in several states to ensure that Biden would win? Democrats said 20 to 30 percent, very likely. Republicans, 75 percent said it was very likely. And overall, 36 to 47 percent said it was very likely that that happened. So despite what the mainstream media is telling us, the fake news, most Americans, I mean, most Republicans and some Democrats, they can't even convince their own base that their candidate won. Mm-hmm. So I think that just speaks to uh, the fact that we, we're not crazy. Yeah. It's called gaslighting. Gaslighting, yes. And that's what the mainstream media have been doing for years. And we saw that with, with the deep state, with what they did with Michael Flynn. The mm. four years that we endured from the fake news media about how Trump colluded with the Russians to steal the 2016 election. Did anything come of that? Did the impeachment uh, do anything? Did they find any criminal activity in what President Trump did, what his family was involved in, his uh, administration. No, they, they couldn't find any criminal activity that they could get him on. Well, for him, 
for the the left and the Democrats and the media, accusations are enough. You don't need proof. All you need are accusations. But if you are Trump and you don't agree with what is going on and you're disputing things in this election, if you have accusations of your own, well, where's the proof? There's the proof. We went from no evidence to the, the narrative has changed. They said, oh, there's no evidence to now it's, oh, no, it's not proven. It hasn't been, it hasn't been proven. It's very disgusting what they do. Their accusations are enough. You don't even need to hold a trial. Just the accusation is done. But on the other side, you better prove it. And even when you do prove it, that's not really what you're seeing. That's not really evidence because we don't recognize it as such. Yes, and I see what they're doing with the election as a continuation of what they have done the last four years when they tried to convince us, oh, there's some kind of Russian collusion and then there was the Ukraine issue. And you're you're wondering, uh, you don't think they're going to mess with the election when they saw the crowds coming out for Trump. They saw the support that Trump was gaining. They must have thought, oh, there's no way we could win this fairly. Okay, well, let's steal the election. Mm -hmm. It's people don't, and this is what, I'm sorry. That's why I want to tell people, I'm sorry that this is happening. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I wish we were not here. But here we are. And what we do right now is important. What we believe, what we say. What we don't say. If we choose to stay silent and let them do what they've been doing. And let, let Biden get inaugurated. Yeah. And he's so diverse, though. He's going to be amazing. He's got an all-female communications department. It's so diverse. There's all females. As if Trump have, hasn't already done that, right? And then uh, was it oh, Kamala? Like, her team is, like, all women, too. And mostly like, all but one is a woman of color. So it's very diverse, and it's monolithic. I think, honestly, it, it's it's a waste of our time to talk about the potential Biden administration. That's giving into the narrative. I'm not going to talk about that. We, we are not there yet. We do not have a president <laughs> elect. Very good. There is no such thing. The office they created up. And that's what's so crazy to me. It looks so fake when he's <laughs> behind that office of the president-elect. There is no office of the president-elect news alert. Yes, and the fact that Kamala Harris hasn't given up her Senate seat, Mm -hmm. that's interesting, isn't it? Yep. They're holding on to that. I think they're scared right now that Trump could pull this off, that all these millions of Americans are seeing what they're doing Mm -hmm. and that they're going to be exposed. Well, they should be. They should be. Why aren't they scared? And if they're not scared, that's a, that's a problem. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. They don't rule us. Mm-hmm. And they're of the opinion that they rule us. Come on. I think what's disappointing is that the conservatives in 
on our side have kind of given up or that they've just think oh it's impossible that we could challenge the election that we could have all these lawsuits and that it could go to the supreme court i just want to um bring up a tweet by will chamberlain he said joe biden won he didn't win fair and square but he won he's going to be taking office in less than two months and our movement needs to be grappling with that and then he goes on um, and then Sydney Powell replied, My friend, you are just flat wrong. Read the Georgia complaint and exhibits we're filing. Most of our prison population in US is incarcerated on less evidence than we have here. You know these uh, conservatives who call themselves fighters and wartime conservatives? This is the battle we're in. Mm-hmm. If we don't fight for election integrity... I don't know if we're going to have another free election. I don't know if Republicans have a chance to win another election if Biden gets in, the deep state is maintained, and they have the command of the government at their disposal. So whether or not, you know, what the results are, we need to be fighting right now. And the scary part is, I say scary, I don't know if that's the right term, but what we are praying for, by praying for justice, true justice to be done, and it's going to bring about, if it comes to pass, if Trump wins, in fact, is named president and wins in whatever fashion that could take, which it could take be the Electoral College, could be a Supreme Court decision, could be uh, the contingent election, which would be crazy if the state legislature, the um, House delegation voted. I mean, there are many different avenues that this could happen. Yes, Trump has more than one path to victory. But if he wins... Cities are going to, those cities where Atlanta and Detroit and Philadelphia um, and like Madison, Wisconsin, like, like they're going to burn. They're going to burn. They, they, they were just warming up this past summer and BLM and Antifa are both, I mean, just the other day. In uh, Washington State at Olympia, there was a Back the Blue rally, and they got into it, or they didn't get into it. Antifa came to to agitate, and they got into a pretty nasty little brawl. So Antifa's still there. Stuff is still happening. Like, it will be crazy. But that's what we're praying for. We're not praying for the end result. We want God's result. We want justice. God is on the, the side of justice. Amen. Well, justice is on his side because it can't help it. He's just. He's God. He is a just God. He cannot change who he is. And unfortunately, we're, we're looking at some really tough times. Either way, we're looking at tough times. So let's suck it up and get on God's side through tough times. 
That's where I want to be. I want to be right there next to the shepherd. Right. We are likened to sheep for a reason. (laughs) And that's what I feel like the Democrats and the fake news media has really exploited. That they think, and rightly so, with everything that they have report, quote-unquote reported on, you know, they're supposed to be objective reporters, right? And they think as, as, as long as we're saying this as loud as we can, that no one is going to see the truth. But like you said, we're sheep. We go along with what other people say. We, we think they're the authorities. Mm-hmm. We were made that way. God made us to to listen for a shepherd because he made us to listen to him, to be in relationship with him. So we're going to look for someone, listen for someone's voice, look for someone to help guide us where to go and keep us safe. That's what we're going to do. And we can either listen to the media and society and what it tells us, or we can listen to God, you know, to God and what he's saying. People, I feel like they don't, we don't know what that looks like as Christians. What does it look like in the world when we're listening to God and obeying God and not the world? What does that look like? People don't know what that looks like, I think. Am I right? Am I onto something here or am I tripping? I think you're onto something. How do we do it? Yeah, I mean, either way, we we got to get to the bottom of this. We got to get to the truth. This is not just about us wanting Trump to win re-election. This is the integrity of our elections mm-hmm. and the survival of our republic with everything, all the ev- evidence that have come out. Mm-hmm. Well. And um, you can't say that there is no evidence or there's no evidence of widespread th- fraud. There is in multiple states, in the states that matter. We've, we've, last two weeks we've had hearings in these different states and bombshells have come out, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to uh, go through some of the evidence and yep. some of the things that have been uncovered. Okay, so in Georgia. Oh, Georgia? Oh, God. Uh, just, so just some numbers. It looks like 2,506 felons voted, 66,248 underage registered, 2,423 voted without registration, 1,043 addresses are at a post office, 4,926 registered late, 10,315 dead people voted, 395 cast ballots in another state, 15,700 filed national change of addresses, 40,279 moved, and there are over 100 affidavits uh, citing election fraud. Hmm. Biden only has a 12,000 vote lead in Georgia. Wow. So you remember on election night... It was reported that a water pipe broke in State Farm Arena mm-hmm. in Georgia, where they had to evacuate GOP poll watchers. Well, in fact, there was no pipe break. People stayed behind 
took suitcases out from underneath the tables that were full of ballots and kept counting. And this week, uh, we have video footage of that happening. And you can see it for yourself. Have you noticed the narrative, how they're parsing words on that video? So people are saying suitcases. Well, they appear to be... Like Like, some kind of box. They're like a box that holds votes, but people referred to them as suitcases. (laughs) They weren't saying like Samsonite, we went and got our roller cases. They're just referring to that case as a suitcase. But that has turned into the argument, they are not suitcases, they are ballot boxes, they're fine. And it's like, okay, thank you. You're proving our point. That's what the fact check is focusing on, basically, without taking into account the the what we're really saying Mm -hmm. it they parse it's all about parsing words it is and if you accuse that it takes it puts you on the defensive and you can't you can't let things like that when someone's coming at you and they're trying to shift the truth and they're trying to deflect onto something else we've got to stand strong and say, no, I'm not going to let you play that word game with me. It doesn't matter what kind of container it was in. If it's a legal container, that's even worse for you. (laughs) That's even worse. That means, yes, those were votes. And we counted them when we sent everybody home. You're not supposed to do that. You're breaking the law by doing that. Oh, goodness. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so in Pennsylvania, during the hearings in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, which I think is significant that the first hearing was in Gettysburg. Uh, This was on November 25th. An expert testified that one batch of ballots recorded 570,000 votes for Joe Biden and only 3,000 for Trump. Yes, that's 99.4% percent for Biden and only 0.6% for Trump. That is impossible. Impossible. They think we're stupid. That's mm-hmm. what they think we are. No, they well yeah. Yeah, they do. I was like <laughs> trying to think if there was a way I could redeem that, but my grace only goes so far. <laughs> I I can only I can only do so much with that. They do, and I mean, it goes back to the 50s and 60s and marketing and how it's just been all about feeding the consumer, getting them to buy what we want them to, get them to believe what we want them to, listen to what we want them to, wear what we want them to. That has taken over everything, that trying to influence to buy our product to now, okay, we want you to give us all your power too. Like, we don't want... Not only do we want all your money, we want all your power. Thank you. But we see with these uh, hearings, right? Ordinary Americans are coming forward. They have hundreds, if not thousands, of affidavits at this point. Are all these people putting themselves at the risk of going to jail with their testimonies? Mm-hmm. Really? And what's funny is that in these states, they're seeing the same things. 
It's almost as if it was coordinated. Get out of here, you conspiracy theorists. <laughs> You've been watching Alex Jones, haven't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's oh what's my. so scary about it. It's not just like an isolated incident. Well, think about last four years, the Democrats were making up crap about Trump all the time. So when they are on the uh, accusatory side, it's like, oh my gosh, these hearings are the most important things that there have ever been. And these are the most important charges. And can you believe this? And, and they're just lying the whole time. That shows you how little they care about the truth and the system of uh, justice. They don't care whether either side they're on, either they're on the the uh, prosecution or the defense. They don't, they don't care about the truth on either side. It's, it's disgusting. I think I already said that. It is disgusting. And the fact that the fake news won't even air or cover these hearings. Why don't they want us to see them? True. That's a question I want people to ask. Like, okay, why don't, why don't they want me to see that? It's a serious question. Because they want to control everything. And it sounds like a grand conspiracy. It, it does, doesn't it? Like, could this be happening in America? Could our... Elected officials, could our politicians, could the people in charge of our nation really do this to our election? Well, let's, let's think about how they become politicians and elected officials. The final thing they do before they are a, a member in that position is they take an oath to support and uphold the Constitution. What do they put their hand on? What are they swearing on? The Bible. Some, like most of them, but it is it by, are they bound to biblical principles? Because to me, when you swear on the Bible, you are being, you are binding, you are making a, an oath to uphold biblical principles. When people don't value, when it doesn't matter, when they don't believe in the Bible, what are they swearing to? Who is that? What is the higher thing that they're, are, that's holding them accountable or that they're measuring right and wrong in what they do? Same thing with marriage. Marriage went away from the Bible too. It's about, it's a civil ceremony. Now it doesn't matter. It's not biblical. We've, as a culture, we've moved so far from biblical anything that it doesn't matter. They, they are free to exercise outside the bounds of what uh, the Bible says. Mm. So they're moving. They're, to them, they're not doing anything wrong. The ends justify the means, right? They do. According, well, it actually, the question is, do these particular ends... <laughs> Uh, 
do these particular ends justify these particular particular means? Only them, their ends. Yeah, only their ends. Now, Saul Alinsky, in his book, Rules for Radicals, which he dedicated to Lucifer, the original uh, community organizer. If you've read his book, or if you read, I, I think everyone should have a copy of this book. I've had one for, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years. You can see where Obama came from. You can see where Hillary came from. Hillary worked for him in like um, the 60s. It is, they have no set principles other than getting what they want. Anything is okay to get what they want. And Saul Alinsky, he was... uh, training community organizers that's that's what his deal was community organizing and he talks about um an organizer has to be a well-integrated political schizoid the organizer must become schizoid politically in order not to slip into becoming a true believer so what that's saying is you can't really believe anything like all this stuff doesn't really matter it doesn't matter so you got to be able to just politically flip from whatever you need to do wherever you need to go to get what you want done and that is what we're fighting against that's why we're standing up right now because that is not okay that is not the american way and it that is not upholding the rule of law Truth, justice, and the American way, right? Mm-hmm. That is, what is the American way today? They're trying to redefine it. It's the fight for our identity. You're right, and that's why so many Americans went to the polls to vote for Donald Trump, because he, he brought back Americanism. America first. Mm-hmm. When the left and the Democratic Party are trying to take us down the globalist track. And while we were all busy trying to just make our way, live our life, have our families, and um, the left had community organizers with those that the ends justify the means organizing all of them. Who do you think organized all those voters in all or all those ballot counters in all of those cities? They were organized by someone who was trained, uh, probably a trained Marxist for sure, and so on Solowinsky's tactics. You, there is no right and wrong. It's it, if it's if I want it or not. Yes, and it looks like with. Pertaining to this election, President Trump and his team, they were focused on campaigning. They were focused on rallies. Well, what were the Democrats doing? Joe Biden was, Biden was calling a lid in the morning. He, he, had no, he, he was in the basement, basically. It looked like they were um, putting their efforts in what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Organizing, community organizing. Putting people in place. Well, and that 
the week before the last debate, Biden called a lid like the Saturday before and said, I won't be, uh, he won't be out till the debate. And also what happened that week, the Hunter Biden laptop, he didn't take, well, he sloughed off a couple of questions, but he was able to just hunker down and hide. And wasn't he the one that admitted that he has the most extensive uh, voter fraud organization? Come on, he, he was telling this to us. He accidentally tells the truth all the time. Like the other day, he accidentally told the truth that he's going to... what He's, is- he's going to develop a disease and have to um, uh, resign if, if uh, he and Kamala Harris uh, don't agree on the specific issue. Okay, that's your plan, eh? You know, my, my grandma, when she had... Well, she had a hard time keeping a secret anyway, <laughs> but it is so, once again, it's so sad. Like, he's earned his place, Joe Biden has, in the horrible, and it's not a good place. And I don't say that by I mean president. I mean, he has earned his political career. <laughs> 47 years, guys. Of mediocre that's how little the president actually means to them it's it's the organization behind that does everything everything so let's get back to some of this evidence cam okay um there's quite a bit more to get through i mean this there is so much so this is just a snapshot I mean, you could be online. I mean, every day something's coming out. So this past week, uh, there was a USPS contract truck driver, Jesse Morgan, who came forward and said that he drove completed ballots from New York to Pennsylvania. 288,000. So the question we need to ask is, uh, who printed these, who organized it, and who paid for it? I mean, these are the questions that we need to be asking. Yeah. Okay. That is ridiculous. Who are all these people pulling all these strings? <laughs> uh, it is a network. Obama, when he ran for president, he was the the first email president, right? He was had his email list. It was Obama for America, and that's where everyone donated, and, and it just was a huge database. Remember, they were talking about how, and then whoever... Um, succeed or goes after him is going to inherit that awesome database and all of that stuff, which was supposed to be Hillary, but it, it didn't go to Hillary. Anyway, it's, he changed the name of it to organizing for America. So it wasn't Obama. And those people have been organizing this whole time while we've been like looking around at all this other stuff they've been organizing. Yeah, you're right. And it's in the shadows. People, people don't know. They don't want to know. That's a scary thought. Okay, so in Arizona, Dr. Shiva, I don't know his full name. It's some Indian name. He's an MIT PhD, inventor of email, so pretty smart guy. Mm. Testified on election fraud in the Arizona hearing, and he presented the implausibility of official results which showed 30% of Trump's votes electronically siphoned to Biden. 
and his testimony is also included in Sidney Powell's lawsuit. So not just with what we're seeing, what happened on election night and, you know, all the mail-in ballots and all the extra votes that were counted for Biden. There's also uh, these Dominion voting systems software um, machines. Oh, Dominion. And that name is just <laughs> not good. It, yes. So Dominion, it was used, Dominion software is used in 28 states, including all the swing states. Interesting. Hmm. And it's come out this week that China paid $400 million to buy Dominion voting in October, a month before the election. And according to SEC filings, the parent company of Dominion Voting Systems received $400 million from an investment bank in Switzerland that is 75% owned by the Chinese government. Yes, so my question is, what the heck is China doing owning the software, the the voting system that we use to uh, for for our elections, Kim. What what the heck? You are so xenophobic, Lisa. <laughs> Come on. Yes, I, I'm Chinese. I was born in China, and I am calling out the Chinese <laughs> government right now. Yeah, it's crazy when Hong Kong loves America. More than us. I heard somebody say, I wish Americans thought of them, thought of America like Hong Kong thinks of America. How we're a beacon of freedom for the world. Yep. But we've had two generations that have been uh, programmed that we're not. They're like little bombs going off. Like, oh, we're going to set this for later. (laughs) Golly. Yes. So Sidney Powell has brought lawsuits in Georgia, Michigan, and Arizona now. But isn't she a weirdo, Lisa? Isn't, isn't she, she a conspiracy crazy? theorist? That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even conservatives have said that. Uh, you know, we we got to get Sidney Powell off of this. She she crazy. Well, let's remember that she was Sydney, um, General Michael Flynn's lawyer. Flynn was the head of the DIA, Defense Intelligence Agency. Military intelligence. And Michael Flint is supporting her in her lawsuits. And her lawsuits include declarations from military intel analysts who are experts on cybersecurity and cyber warfare. So these people know what they're talking about. And I have to admit, I mean, her her, uh, lawsuits are like 100 pages. So I highly encourage you guys to go and read it for yourself. I mean, the claims that she is making are explosive. Mm-hmm. What she is saying, which focuses on the Dominion voting machines, mm-hmm. uh, the software. So what is she saying? Um, she says that outside players, Iran, Russia, China, have uh, interfered in our elections. Wow. And she is a very reputable lawyer. She She's not going to make these claims and not back them up with evidence. They're going to court. 
So yeah, we'll, we'll think we'll about how Biden, China loves Biden, and uh, the Obama administration, which is the Biden administration. Let's just keep that real. Um, they love Iran. Remember the Iran deal? Mm-hmm. Uh, how many billion dollars? Pallets of cash. <laughs> and then we have Russia. And remember Obama saying, just get, wait till my next election and I have more flexibility. Mm-hmm. Like they, They're in it together. Maybe not in absolute direct ways, but it's influencing. They want the same thing. Mm-hmm. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Um, there's also something going on with the Amistad Project of the Thomas More Society, and they've uncovered massive uh, voter fraud. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's so much going on, Kimmy. Yeah. I, don't I mean, think... this is just a snapshot of what's going on right now with the evidence that's coming out. And I believe that people are having, they don't want to sort through this stuff I mean and we don't want to have to and I get that and you don't have to sort through everything but you've at least when I learned to play basketball my dad was a coach (laughs) say was is a coach once a coach always a coach there's no getting coaching out of a coach and one of the first things I had to learn how to do was dribble and look up so continue to dribble the ball, but not look at my hand meeting the ball so that I could see what's going on on the court. So I know who, where, who I'm going to pass it to, where I'm going to drive, what I'm going to shoot, whatever. And we've got to figure out a way. And I believe God is giving us a way because he, of course he will, where we can pay, we can dribble and open our eyes and look where we're going so that we can Pay attention to what's going on to at least know enough to be educated, which is our responsibility as humans on this earth. If we're to be good stewards of this earth and of everything in it, we have to pay attention to stuff outside of our bubble as well. We just do. That, that's how we got to where we're at right now because mm-hmm. we, we didn't. We didn't look into this. Yep. So so it's like a new skill we're having to learn how how do I dribble the basketball or how do I pay attention to what is going on? It's fundamental to everything we do, what is going on in this world. And we're not used to that. I don't think we're used to that. We're not used to these big things changing and meaning so much. We've been on Super Bowls and World Series and Olympics and just this abundance of extra time and money and we've been able to do all these things and I don't say they weren't consequential of course they were consequential but not like this stuff is consequential this is the fabric of our society we're talking about here so I believe it's our responsibility to be able to pay attention enough you don't have to be crazy like me and Lise but this is how God made us. So this is what we love to do. Um, we just hope that we can maybe bring some things so you feel like you know enough of what, what's going on. Um, and feel okay. Like be 
You are empowered to make your own decisions and to think for yourself. Take it to the word of God and make your decision on whether it's right or wrong or you're for it or not. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, Elise, thanks for doing that research. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll keep you updated. I mean, it's overwhelming how much evidence is coming out. Mm -hmm. And we have to lean in and pray for the truth to come out, realizing that the truth is going to bring some pain because it always does. The truth coming to light always brings pain, but it also, until that happens, you don't have a chance to heal. I want to be on the healing side of things, not on the the fear and anxiety and dread. No, we're not supposed to feel that way. All right. Well, that concludes our episode on the election. I hope you'll join us next time.